Hello everyone, so I'm back, maybe? Don't know, but um, before I start, the reason I, I'm doing this episode is that... Uh, uh, well, the format is probably going to change. I'm not gonna do some episodes that I used to do before. And um, I honestly need your opinion, okay? So tell me what you guys want. And um, this is going to be the only channel that's going to be working, the only podcast right now. So there's not going to be the gaming podcast anymore. That's probably dead in the waters now completely. And the original is still going to work on both video games and um, other stuff.
Another thing that is a negative is the fact that, unfortunately, you get some really bad things in performance. Like, again, with the um, pause menu. With the pause menu, that's the thing that you get. The same thing again and again. There's a significant lag. Why is there the lag here again? Which makes me think that basically it's about optimization. It's about how they made the game. It's about how they built the game on this engine. They did an admirable job all around, but this is not a chief to have that kind of bug again in this version. It just sucks. But again, I just, again, so many times you can actually make a drinking game out of it. But the game is worth playing all the way for another run. It's fun, it's very well made, but if you have played the game once, then it's gonna drag for you in the beginning, since you know many of the stuff, but it's not that bad, trust me. It's gonna be fun, it's gonna be pretty cool, and of course, with Ultimate Edition, you have the option to play two expansions, which for some reason, back when I played it on PS Now, I thought that the first expansion came with it, with it, with the vanilla version that was available. It did not, and I'm happy that that wasn't what I thought it was, because that was more like a gauntlet, and that was not an expansion. Then I see the expansion called Foundation, and I'm like, oof, this me, blew my mind. Not only is Foundation super beautiful in presentation and the way it's being made, but at the same time, the story is super engaging. I was looking for something else in story, because the questions that it posed, unfortunately I didn't get any of that. Instead I got new questions, new answers, and new questions without answers. But it was super fun, especially if you have already played Control base version to the end. And by end, I don't mean the story, but I mean the side quests as well. Because then you understand a lot more things, then you're like, wow, I understand this. And it's pretty fun. I'm not sure if there's a prerequisite for it to unlock, because I had beaten a certain boss before the end of the game, then it unlocked for me. Whereas the other expansion, not the same case. However, like I said, it was such a great expansion. Not only were the new areas very nicely made and very fun to explore, but the enemies and their style and everything, it was just unique. I loved it. And something else that was really there, right in your face, was the fact that this, this particular expansion is building up for a sequel. These are the seeds that it's planting. There are many seeds that were planted in the story of Control that slowly will reach uh, for the sequel for them to sow. And that makes me excited because now I'm like, what's gonna happen? What's this? What's that? And it's exciting. But again, you have to wait a long time to see the sequel, which sucks. But Yes, the expansion is pretty much worth your time. The boss fight is pretty amazing. The story is pretty dope. It adds a lot of questions, which I want them answered in a sequel, please. And it's all around a great expansion. There is one thing that 
it really stood out and it actually has a trophy so keep your eye out on it but the thing is in one particular part you have two side missions the third one is not that exciting in fact it's just a glorified boss fight with the same enemies you already know from the old one not the expansion but there is a side mission which was super vintage, super retro, super cool. I love the hell out of that. I'm not gonna spoil it, but let me tell you, at some point you're gonna see an altered item. Go and find that item to cleanse it, and you're gonna have a hell of a lot of fun playing that particular side mission. There's also another side mission which, again, is amazing. And honestly, this is what Control does best. When it's not doing the story, you're doing side missions. The creativity shows, and that's what I love about this game. Although they should put the same energy in the main missions, and the funny thing is, the only part of control which made me feel that excitement of the side missions was none other than the main mission where you get to go into the ashtray maze. And that was something amazing. Most of control is basically shoot, use your ability, shoot, ability, shoot, ability. But the side missions are not like that, especially in the expansion, they're just unique, they're fun, and well many people might say that, well, that's how they should be. You're not wrong, but the fact is that Control is a world where these things are the norm, and I like to experience that side to it, not this one. Maybe that's my idea, but I think that Control has the potential to have the most unique main missions in all of gaming. It so far is pretty unique game. So Foundation, very much worth your time. Then comes AWE, which I actually thought it was short for Alan Wake Expedition or something. Turns out, no, it's Altered World Events, which is in the base game as well, but I just thought it because Alan Wake. So without spoiling too much, let's say that yes, Alan Wake, of course, is in the game. I'm not gonna say in what capacity, at the same time, the boss fight is just unique, and the game actually... The expansion feels like you're playing an Alan Wake game, rather than a control game. Because it's so much like it, the effects even, everything about it screams Alan Wake, and I love that about this particular expansion. The one thing that I hate so far, again, is because it... Again, with the questions and answers, I mean, it just leaves you wanting more. And, you know, at this point, if they come out and say that, hey, we're going to ask you for 30 bucks for another expansion, I'm just going to say, fine, just give me answers. Don't, don't put C's for a sequel. I need answers. You get some answers, but again, it feels like sometime they're doing some things for the sequel. You also... Um, this is one of the bad things, actually. I want to say something else, but now I'm going to say this. There are some bad things. For example, the areas are basically a copy and paste of another area in the original control, which feels very lazy. But the rest of it is pretty awesome. Pretty much new. But most of it, at least, feel like, well, you've seen this, what's new? I mean, you just rearranged it a little bit. However, here are two things about the expansion you should have. One thing that disappointed me in the foundation was that you get two new 
abilities that are exclusive to that expansion. That sucks. I mean, they're pretty awesome. They're so very cool. And unfortunately, you just get them for the expansion. That's it. Nothing more. And that, that sucks, unfortunately. But when it comes to AWE, you actually get new things to also use in your vanilla experience as well. You get a new gun form, which is not exactly revolutionary, but it's not that bad either. I mean, you need to get used to it. It takes time. It's not exactly something that I would say is wow, so unique, because it's not unique. It's basically another gun that you already have, but modified. I, I don't know why this could have been a different version of that, and I didn't have to spend that much to up upgrade it. I mean, why is it like that? Another thing is that you get a new ability, which costs 8 uh, ability points, but it's so much worth it because, well, it's so damn cool, it's multi-launch. Sorry for the minor spoiler, but I couldn't resist, it's so damn cool, it's so useful against bosses, especially vanilla bosses, so invest in that particular thing. And... Like I said, Foundation doesn't give you that option, it's just AWE, and AWE, well, has more synergy with the base game rather than Foundation, even though it should be the other way around. So if you buy AWE, you're gonna get things that you're gonna use in your vanilla experience, you're gonna get things that will have an impact on your base vanilla version, and if you get foundation, you get none of it. You're just gonna enjoy your experience there in that game, in that expansion. That's it. That's all you're gonna get. Which again sucks a little bit. But thank you for listening. Remedy, I mean you fixed that. You remedied that problem. Remedy. <laughs> now we come to the best part. How are the haptic feedback, adaptive controller, adaptive trigger, sorry. And loading times. The loading times are pretty awesome. I mean, I think it took me about 12 or 13 seconds from home to resume a game that I was in. It's not exactly groundbreaking, but considering how many, many games, especially PS4 games, have a long loading, this is pretty awesome. I mean, it immediately goes into the game menu and then you select continue and it goes into your save without asking with save because you already chose to resume. Um, the loading between levels is not that long at all. That's a bonus. Between some areas in the same sector, it's basically non-existent. It's just instantaneous. Immediately, it loads up that fast. Trust me when I say that. Like you say that I'm going to go from upper here to lower there immediately. So it's okay, go. But sometimes it takes more than around 5 seconds. Again, it's not long, it's a super improvement because I hate loading in games and this game makes you go from this area to the other area if you want to platinum it. And well, it's good that it has reduced loading. As for adaptive trigger, my god, this thing is awesome. I mean, the guns have their own personality. Well, some guns have the same feel when it comes to adaptive trigger. So many of them, so many of them are unique as hell. 
For example, one of the things I loved was none other than the Pierce. I never thought that I would enjoy Pierce this much. I hate the Pierce gun, but the adaptive trigger is just so good with it. I mean, that vibration and the way it releases, it's, it actually feels like you're doing it. Shatter and charge are pretty much the same, mostly, but it's not that bad. Then, of course, you have um, Aspen, which is so fun to shoot with and I gotta say this is a game changer like I don't know how many people think of adaptive triggers as game changers but they are game changers they give you an extra sensory thing that you didn't have before and makes the game much more fun I never thought that you know this is annoying I should turn it up no in fact the attention to detail is so good and if you run out of bullets and you need to recharge it just goes flaccid you just touch it and that's it. It's not even... It, I don't know how they do this. Like, you grab it, you grab the controller, and you're like, why is it flaccid? And it's weird to me, because it shouldn't be. <laughs> because there's a spring in the trigger. And why is it like that? I don't know. Maybe it's because of the sensation of the vibration that makes me think that it's flaccid and it's not really like that. But it feels like it regardless, and that's awesome. Haptic feedback, on the other hand, has not been utilized at all in this game to its potential. In fact, whenever Jesse's walking, you feel very small, and when I say very small, I mean it. Very small sensations in the controller, which sucks. I mean, it's so small that if I could turn off that little thing, I, I would probably do it, but it's probably not possible. But Makeups of vibrations, well, there are different levels of vibrations, and I like that. Maybe it's not as understandable as the adaptive triggers, but it's not that bad either. But again, haptic feedback still hasn't wowed me in any game other than Astro's Playroom. I mean, that thing wowed the hell out of me. Any other game I played that supported this did not do anything for me. I mean, most of them just have this very small feeling of them walking and sure I get it you're walking you're running whatever it's not the same as Astro's Playroom Astro's Playroom goes out of its way to actually make you feel those steps in that area if you're not gonna if you're not gonna put that much time in it then don't do it because it's an annoyance instead of being useful put your focus on another kind of haptic like I don't know the explosion if it comes from the left let the left side vibrate. If it comes from the right, the right side. If it's from the center and there's a different magnitude of it, do that. That's much more fun than having very small and annoying pieces like this. What the hell is that? I mean, I hate that. Don't do it. But if you're going to put effort into it, like Astro, I'm on board. Do it. And I'm pretty sure that it could be extra work for developers, but let's be honest, it's worth it, because more people are going to be driven to the game, because they're looking for that experience. So that's pretty much it. The game runs wonderfully, um, it actually integrates some things from the expansions into the main game, even if you're playing from scratch, which, my god, it makes some of these 
trophies much easier than they are, especially 100 skill point spending. I mean, ability point, not the skill point. So basically, yeah, the game is worth another round on PS5 if you have played it on PS4. Now here comes a big question. How should you play it? And is it worth it in your situation? Uh, if you have PlayStation Plus and you have never played Control, this is the definitive version. Play it immediately. If you have played Control before, you own it. And now you have the option to play it on PlayStation Plus, the Ultimate Edition. You obviously want to play it and here's a little bit of a warning. Your save do not transfer. I asked around and it seems that even if you were to download the PS4 version of the Ultimate Edition, uh, then you know update your save to that version and then install the PS5 version, that still wouldn't work. They basically made it in a way that it wouldn't work. So you have to start fresh. Um, I don't know if the PS4 vanilla works with Ultimate Edition. As far as I believe, it does not. It does not. They said that it's a different API. So no, probably does not. If you have played the original Control, spend 60 bucks on it. Should you buy Control Ultimate Edition if you don't have PlayStation Plus? And let's assume you have PS5. Well, I think if you want to spend 60 bucks on the game, better spend that 60 bucks on PlayStation Plus. And not only get so many games from PS Plus library collection, but also the free 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 games you get this month, which Control is part of it. It's much better. So yeah, even if you have played it before, even if you have paid for those expansions, the best thing you can do right now is just buy the PS Plus to play it. Whether you're on PS4 or PS5, it doesn't matter. PS Plus is a bargain for those who bought that well Control does not deserve my money. And maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's on 60, maybe it's 40, I think. I don't know, I should check on that. But regardless, it's worth it. Go and get this version. You're gonna have a hell of a lot of fun with it. It's worth it. And yeah, Control is amazing on next-gen consoles. So whether you're playing on Xbox Series X or PS5, I hope you're having fun. And I wholeheartedly recommend this version. I didn't think I would be having this much fun, especially after the Platinum on PS4 vanilla it was a drag because of the performance. But yeah, this changed that for me. I'm experiencing a whole new thing and it's worth it. Sorry this episode dragged on for a bit. I tried to be as feral as possible and well, you know, it's a podcast. It's supposed to be long, I guess. So yeah, if you enjoyed it, Please subscribe, join my podcast, share, and if you have any more questions regarding control, whether it is on PS4 or PS5, please do not hesitate to ask. If you think I made a mistake in the episode, feel free to correct me. Oh, and one last thing. <laughs> it's so fun. If you're having trouble with any part of the game, this is something that I didn't know, so I'm guessing many control players probably didn't know this is 
There's an assist mode which does not disable your trophies, as it states in the pause menu. It actually says that we design control to be challenging and fun. However, if you are in need of any assistance, feel free to change the game in any way you want, which is basically a free pass to doing whatever the hell you want. <laughs> Go nuts, trust me. It's really fun playing around with the assistant, especially with some bosses who I hate, such as Thomasy. That asshole. Anyways, have fun with the game. And uh, like I said, it is worth your time, it is worth your energy. Just go for it. Thank you guys for joining this episode. I hope you had fun listening to it. I hope it was inform informative and entertaining. And um, I'll see you guys next time. Maybe very soon, depending on how well this episode does. So yeah, I'll see you guys very soon. Until next time.